What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know, we got to do the thing. We got to you know, pay some bills in this motherfucker. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of this podcast. That's right. You can get the video versions of this podcast on Vimeo for 99 cents an episode or $6 a month. Get you all the episodes streaming unlimited. See the madness in full HD ad free. The video versions just are the icing on the and now we drink cake. Whatever the fuck that means. So check them out today at www.anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is www.anwd.net slash videos. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. That's right, guys. Four times a week, at least, I'm on Twitch playing video games, kicking that ass. Come hang out in the chat. Come bullshit. It's fun. Watch me play some video games. Watch me be fucking ignorant with people. And if you happen to have an Amazon Prime account and you want to do me a huge solid, sign up for Twitch Prime, throw me a Prime subscription free of charge, cost you nothing but a little bit of your time, and generate some revenue for me. So appreciate the hell out of you for it. The Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash Slayer. Once again, that is twitch.tv slash Slayer. Go to the channel to see my upcoming schedule. It changes all the goddamn time. You know, so I got to work on other shit. Love to hang with you. Last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each album has things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and they're pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please. They have things you can't get anywhere else. And did I mention that it comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe? Oh my god, rad vinyl, some art for your wall, and a new way to get fucked up. Win, 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 win. Vinyl Me Please has been a sponsor of this show for a long time. You've heard me talk about them. I believe in the fuck out of them. So expand your fucking vinyl collection. Sign up today. It's month to month. No strings attached at www.joinvmp.com slash anwd. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash anwd. All right, let's get on with the show. My guest this week, returning to the podcast after a very long fucking time, is my friend Dolly Lee. If you don't know Dolly, Dolly is a retired adult performer. She's just shaking her ass on the pole in St. Louis these days and doing the OnlyFans thing. Really good catching up with her. We talked about all sorts of just wild stripper stories, gaming, just a whole bunch of shit. It was great catching up with Dolly. I haven't talked well. Besides playing Borderlands with her really drunk on Twitch, not too long ago. I haven't caught up with her in a hot minute. So this was a lot of fun for me. Dolly is one of my favorite people to drink with. I hope you enjoyed the episode too. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking buddies. Dolly fucking Lee is so fucking good to see you, girl. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Hanging out. Hanging out in old St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, it normally is. Maybe not right now because we can't really do shit. I mean, we could, but it's kind of dumb too. 
So I don't. It's hyper, for, hyperdome. <laughs> yeah. Except for the working part, which I did for a while. And I was like, no one's wearing their fucking masks. I'm, I, I'm out. I don't want to be dancing on dudes who are like breathing their COVID breath in my face. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just say, and I, they, they do temperature checks at the door and I do appreciate that there. And like, I know like without symptoms, it's hard to spread, but. Not impossible. Itself, Not impossible. Yeah, exactly. And I think if everybody just wore their masks, I'd be totally fine. But we got bars in St. Louis shutting down now from COVID outbreaks. And I'm like, then they're going to go to my club and give it to me. Right. Fuck that. So, uh, yeah, I'm just doing my, you know, OnlyFans shit and all that. So, yeah. And Twitch streaming. Don't forget about the Twitch occasionally, streaming. Occasionally. Occasionally. I'm really bad about that. I know. Bad of, like, consistency. Because I get distracted. Yeah. These things fucking happen. I or I don't. I don't, like, want people I'm gaming with to be uncomfortable with it either. Nah, like, it's your profession. Also, they gotta get over it. I don't like wearing pants and, like, clothing in general. So, I'm like, should I turn on my Twitch stream? Ah, uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're technically allowed to stream in brawn panties. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, I, I know... I know I often have cleavage and stuff, and I was a porn star, but I actually, like, try not to be just, like, a straight-up titty streamer, you know? Oh, I know. It's you not play real what games. I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I'm not hating on girls who, like, kill at doing that. Like, do your hustle, get your money. Not my thing. I'm going to get my titties all the way out on stage. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. And that's make it rain. Oh, my God. Best feeling, rolling around in money. I love it. <laughs> I, I sadly have never experienced that firsthand, so I'll take your word for it. I woke my boyfriend up once by like throwing singles at him while he was in bed, just like this is what it's like. <laughs> how you did know. he react to that? I don't think he knew how to react. Just <laughs> well, this is why we can't get him on a poll. You got to show appreciation. Oh, I get, a, I get him on the poll. Do you? Yes, yeah, sometimes. He, he has fun of it. He acts like he's Spider-Man, you know? I mean, he's shooting webs at people? No, but I'm sure he would if he could. He's just a, like, you know, he just wants to hop on it and do a Spider-Man pose. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that, you know, the poll can support your boyfriend's weight. That it's a, a very well-reinforced poll. It can support, supposedly, up to 400 pounds. That would be a sight to see. Like, either as one large person or, like, three or four small people. Well, I have danced with another girl on it. Actually, I did hop on it while my boyfriend was on it once, and so it went really fast, and it was kind of scary, and we freaked out, but, you know. <laughs> oh, it's one of the ones that spins on its own? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I jumped on, and we're like, shit, regret, but. <laughs> Get me off this merry-go-round, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. Yeah. I'll just like getting off stumbling like fuck. I'm Whoa. But it's fun. It's great having a poll. Like I can't have parties now, but when I do have parties, like you convince you convince people to try it out, and then watch them go like, Meow. it's wonderful. <laughs> I do miss partying with you. I'd like that's what I miss about you living out or at least visiting out west regularly was you know <laughs> drinking buddy. Yeah, exactly. Wander around Hollywood, see cars on fire. It only happened once. Only once. <laughs> I'm sure if we kept hanging out, it would happen again. Probably, probably. Actually, I just had um pop up on my phone from Time Hop. A party with you, me, 
and a couple other people. It's just like a phone, a picture of me, uh, you, and uh, Alex Harper, like just topless around me. I'm like, oh yeah, those were fun times being in, con- <laughs> being in contact with people. Like, you know. oh man, I saw I saw a picture of her from a party I was at the other day, where we're playing Cards Against Humanity. She is naked besides the um, dinosaur, like the top of a dinosaur costume that she's wearing. So she's a dinosaur head on. I'm pretty sure and that was the same party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And then the card I'm holding says uh, German dungeon porn. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting party. I think uh, I think there was definitely a lesbian threesome going on on the floor there. Yes. Yes. I may or may not have been involved in <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, I will neither I confirm nor de- deny things that, you know. I've, I've chilled out a little bit a lately, little? but, uh, yeah, I've done some things. What have you, what have you, what have you done, Dolly? I know you chilled out, but you got to have some adventures pre-COVID, right? Still crazy. Some crazy shit? Something? Uh, um, I don't know. I had, like, chilled out right before COVID happened. I still, like, just still go out for a few drinks, you know, that kind of thing, but... You know, no more party orgies. I think my last party orgy was in September, so you know. Mm. St. Louis, still, it can happen here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last I checked, um, sec- like group sex was not just a LA it's thing. Not just an LA thing. It's just more common. Yeah, people are just a little more cool about it. It was on um, a board game table in front of a bunch of people who were confused and took their phones out. At least people in LA, at least the people we used to hang with, have the decorum to not whip their phones out when that shit happens. Oh, we didn't care. We were like, yeah, film it. Well, yeah, I know you don't care, but it's still like, it's rude to just like whip your phone out and then get consent after the fact. It should be like, hey, <laughs> live in the moment. This is happening. I don't, remember, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I do know that me and the other girl who are mostly the ones involved were like the two sober people there too. <laughs> The only ones who had a single drink were the ones who were going at it on a board game table. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, because that means everyone was consenting adults. There was no yeah, inebriation. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you had any regrets, you own them yourself, but I doubt there were. None. None. Zero. <laughs> so what else you been up to? Like, I know quarantine's making everyone's life super fun and also exciting. I mean, besides, like... Video games, more video games, some video games here and then. <laughs> um, <laughs> occasionally, I will, you know, order some takeout. That's real cool. <laughs> uh, that's mostly it. I mean, my life, like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, when I was working, there's at least that, Damn you know, pra- and practicing pole dancing and shit like that. I... The only time I ever hurt myself pole dancing, and it was a couple months ago, and I couldn't pole dance for a bit, was uh, I wasn't even airborne. I was walking around the pole and like kind of twirling, but I was practicing it so much, and I was barefoot, and I normally dance in heels. The bottom of my foot wasn't tough enough, and I just like rubbed the skin off, and then I couldn't pole dance. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Ugh. So I couldn't do that for a while, but now I could do that again. So did you have some people spending some big money on the weird foot shots? No, I should have uh, monetized that. I do sell foot pics. Oh, I, I but, assumed. Oh, yeah, of course. But when my foot is, you know, decent looking. I actually had some people who had, two people had paid for foot pics right before that happened. And I had to, like, wait on a month on it. And I felt bad. But, like, I sent them extra foot pics. 
I feel like you, you should have taken the really gnarly foot picks. And they did not. I asked. They did not want those. <laughs> well, I mean, not for those clients, but just taking them and like charge like a lot more money than you normally do for them. Be like the gnarly gallery. Gotta- I don't. I don't know if OnlyFans would like that very much. Only one way to find out. <laughs> Get banned. Oh, they don't have a strike system on OnlyFans. They just like flat out ban you. I have no idea. I've, I, I'm I'm a rule follower. I'm pretty good about that. Oh, you rebel, you. <laughs> you could you could have like what I did with someone like you know because this show's on Vimeo and Vimeo technically allows nudity if it's in a, of a non-pornographic fashion. Oh. So before we move the show over to Vimeo for the video versions, I flat out emailed them and be like, "This is what I do. This is what occasionally happens." Am I going to be cool here? And they emailed me back and like, yes, you will be fine. I'm like, okay, I'm sending this fucking email. Nice. So you should have taken the gnarly foot pics, emailed them to OnlyFans and been like, yo, cool? I know you can't pee on OnlyFans. Well, yeah, don't pee on your feet. (laughs) (laughs) How's it landing on it? Just say, Oh, I honked. <laughs> Apparently, I broke Dolly. I broke her. I have like five different types of laughs that just come out at different times. But the the worst one is the goose honk. Because sometimes it gets louder and louder. And, uh. Thankfully, there is some post-production work that goes into the show. And now I'll just knock it down a couple decibels. Yeah, yeah. So people I don't, don't have to hear my honk. Oh, no. They'll hear the honk. Sadly. I just don't want to be deafened by it. I, want, <laughs> right. I don't want to get an angry like email like, holy fuck, I was really enjoying that episode of Dolly Lynn until she blew my eardrums out. Can't lose listeners to the yeah. honk. Yeah. Unless, you know, some geese are listening and they might like it. Well, then their mating call happens and then we have geese fornication and that is not what this podcast is for. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, if geese want to fornicate on their own, that's fine. I'm just not here you to... You just don't want to contribute. You don't want to be creating goose erotica. Oh my God, goose erotica. <laughs> <laughs> and now we drink goose erotica. Cheers to that. Oh, cheers to that, Dolly. Shit. I <laughs> uh, fucking goose. <laughs> I beer on my chin. Because I laughed a little while I was drinking it. I just, little dribble. Little dribble. Just, mm. Yeah, it's okay. I'm used to having stuff in my face. Like, I, you, know, you know. Oh, you don't say. There's, mm. there's no footage proof of that at all. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Never. Mm-mm. Never. I would never let that be captured on camera. Never. Never. How embarrassing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? I know it's, it's such a wild, wild thought. It's, it's <sighs> mind blown. Mind fucking blown. You should never find this at bars in LA. It's like yeah, because we have taste. No, because y'all don't have all the St. Louis varieties. So for the audio audience, which is most of you, Dolly is drinking what I thought was a fucking Sprite. <laughs> it's a Bud Light Lime. Yeah, it is for the audio audience. In a Sprite green can, can bottle thing, aluminum bottle, I guess, aluminum bottle, can, yeah. can bottle thing. Good, good use of English there, Matt. Uh, but clearly not, because I don't drink soda. I'm only unhealthy in fun ways. Ah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate the fuck out of that. Dolly pre-gamed before she got on air with me. I had a few sips of it. A few sips. I wouldn't call it pre-gaming, because I'm still, I'm only too... Like, there's still, like, almost three-quarters of it left. I mean, it's a big bottle, though. Of this bottle. 
I don't know this how many. It's her first bottle. On air. It's her first bottle on air. You could probably tell if I was drunk. Oh, I, I could. I'm just playing yeah. it up. I may, be playing, <laughs> I may be playing it up for the audience, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. Because I hopped on, I hopped on Xbox with you when I was drunk that one night. <laughs> Shit. I, I got a three o'clock in the morning, I guess, gaming booty call from Dolly. <laughs> she drunk dialed me. All like, a booty. She drunk dialed me. Like, hey, I see you're up. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, nothing. She's like, get on this Xbox with me. We're going to play some Borderlands. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. And I'm like, by the way, I'm really drunk. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, generally the 3 a.m. what you do in text is... It, <laughs> Prefaced by drunk. Just it's not normally. Let's go play Borderlands. Yeah. Normally, not from Dolly. Just in general, when you get the three AM, what you do in text, it's like, oh hey, yeah, and it's like, oh hey, let me go break out my fucking tune. All right, I guess we're playing some Borderlands. Yeah. And Dolly was it was hilarious. I'm I'm pretty sure the game is still up on my VOD on my Twitch, but Dolly was at points just like, I'm kind of drunk. Where are we going on this map? <laughs> like for most of the quarantine until recently i hadn't really drank and so like all my tolerance was gone and so i was like i'm gonna have a couple drinks tonight that you know i don't do that too much that'll be nice (laughs) she was drunk enough to be texting me at three o'clock in the morning to see what i was doing i mean you're all mine i know i know i'm (laughs) i'm teasing you a little bit i'm allowed to do that right you up you up you, you, you want to fly to St. Louis and, like, party with me? No? Aw, oh, fucking lame. <laughs> Let's play Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm not even partying with people that live a couple blocks from me, and I would really like to, you know, do that, but I also don't want to go out of my house and die, so. Especially in such a big city. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially because the kind of women that would invite me over right now are the kind of women who are also, like, probably not taking this super seriously. Yeah. Like, one of them was giving me shit. She's like, I don't know if we can hang out because I think you're afraid of the virus. Like, I've been going out in public. You know, I think and you're... And they're like, well, then you're going to be afraid of hanging out with her. Well, and she's like, I just think you're too afraid to come hang out with me. I'm like, I'm not afraid. I'm just not into taking unnecessary risks. Right. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm not afraid. Yeah, it's it just... <laughs> but you see it when, um, when COVID first started becoming big, before the, clo- like, the clubs closed down, there were, like, all those, like, Instagram videos and shit of, like strippers in like hazmat suits with the butthole cut out twerking or like <laughs> I love that shit. They gotta bring that shit back. Either yeah. that they gotta make it like a full on bubble for you guys to get or they gotta bring back like <gasps> Bubble Girls. Bubble girls. Or they gotta bring back like the New York City like seventies fucking uh nudie booths. They kinda did that at one club by here. Like there was a normal pole dancing and all that, but then like the private dances was a girl behind plexiglass. <laughs> We didn't do that. I, I'm, I'm in a dude's lap. Sometimes ladies' lap. That happens too. Uh, Did you not discriminate? At- no, it's often at my club. It's like a quarter of the people there are women, at least on weekends, customer-wise. A lot of them throwing money. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Are yeah. they there with their dudes or are they just hanging? It depends. Normally they're after dudes. Sometimes lesbian couples. Sometimes oh. just with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that was politically incorrect to me. He was like, is it couples or people just hanging out? Is how I probably should have properly said that in 2020 instead of like, <laughs> are they there with their dudes or they're just hanging out? Like, lesbians don't go to strip clubs. I'm a fucking idiot. That, that, that don't matter. <laughs> I 
I've made a mistake though at strip clubs before, like seeing like a guy and a girl together and be like, oh, is it a date night? Because like date nights at strip clubs are, are totally a thing. And uh, they're like, we're friends. Like, oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here are my titties. <laughs> yeah. When they're like, are you friends? You should totally be like, turn to the girl like, so how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bro. You can. You- but uh, you, so you're saying she's not taken. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> hey, girl, you want to dance? <laughs> like, walk away with her. Have the dude be like, mm-hmm. but I want attention. But I want attention. That's why I came to the strip club. I want attention. <laughs> Dolly, since you like, because you weren't dancing last time you were on the show, break down your strip and hustle for me. Like, oh, God. I just, I mean, I love the stage. Like, I have a great ass time on a pole. I have taken lessons. I have placed, like, that part's my favorite part. Um, but, uh, the hustle of like getting dances for me, like I don't try to put on a fake persona. I don't do that. Oh, Hey baby type shit. I've never called a customer baby. That feels weird, uncomfortable, awkward to me. If girls make their money that way, good for them. It's not my thing. I'm just gonna be myself. I'm going to chat them about whatever shit. Oftentimes I'll find some nerds and we'll nerd out. It's great. And then, you know, I mean, I'll find things nice about and compliment them, whatever, you know, handle their arm, like, cool, but, like, I'm not, like, hmm, hey, sexy, what's up? Hey, baby, how are you? Yeah, and I won't just walk up to someone and be, like, hey, you want to get a dance? I'll, like, you know, that is- with them a little bit so they like you. Like, I'm not going to spend, like, an hour trying to get 20 bucks out of someone, but, you know, you're going you're gonna to warm them up to you a little bit. I mean, sometimes it's actually, like, especially on weekends, it's common. A guy will just walk up and be, like, hey, you do dances? Cool. Oh, yeah. But, uh. I get like a third of my dances that way, probably, but yeah, I just, I just act like myself and be as genuine as possible. And people seem to like that. Nice. When I attended strip clubs as an, you know, a patron, <laughs> one of my least favorite approaches is just like, yo, want to dance? Like, no, no, I don't. No. No matter how hot you are, if you're not going to put like some effort into this and it's going to be right. purely transactional, I'm cool. I like the people who, like, chat with me during the dances, too. We'll, like, laugh about it, and it's fun. Like, that shit's, that's just good. <laughs> it's been a long, long time since I've been in a strip club as a patron. So yeah. it's like, oh, my God. The, the the various hustles is like, you know, the hey, baby, the, the girl who's legitimately just chill. And then there's mm-hmm. the, hey, want to dance? No. Hey, want to dance? No. Hey, want to, like, just go yeah. down the line. Yeah. I just... I just hang out with people or whatever, you know, and sometimes people like to me just hang out for a while. I'm like, cool. Well, and uh, if you're bringing the party, I'm sure for a lot of people, that's all they want. Like, yeah. And for others, I'm sure they're like, okay, she's cool. I'll spend some money. Like, you know, it's different yeah. clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People looking for the different things. Yeah. Right. I, when I go to strip club as a patron, I'm a stage money throwing kind of person. Cause that's what's fun for me. I like watching girls dance. I still, like working there, I'll look over at the stage and be like, "Oh, that's nice! Oh, look at her go! Oh, that's cool! Uh, damn, nice tits!" But you know, like... <laughs> but uh, also like getting lap dances doesn't do anything for me. I feel like because I don't have a penis, and so <laughs> and like I could be like, "Damn, her tits are nice. She's really great looking. This is cool, but it's not gonna be the same." But someone's still really like him. I don't know. It just. I- I feel like, like if the butt is on my lap, I just feel the butt on my lap. I don't feel like my boner being like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Maybe that's part of the reason, like, I 
even before I was really actively working in clubs, I wasn't super into clubs anymore because it's just like, oh, cool. My boner. I'm going to go home alone with that boner. Cool. I just spent a bunch of money to go home alone with that boner. <laughs> this was a... I, mean, I get that, but... That was a good investment on my part. There's nothing like the fun part of it, the atmosphere. You know, you're partying with topless girls or fully naked girls or... I guess the clubs in LA... I, I'm sure I'm going to say it. The clubs in LA do not compare to clubs in St. Louis. Well, I... Too many, like... You can't have like the full nudity with alcohol, like that, and yeah. For I don't know how you know Spearman Rhinos, Dames and Games, Topless Sports Bar and Grill gets away with it, but they do do full nudity and alcohol. I don't huh. know, don't know how they legally get away with it. Please, you know, when the pandemic's over, hire me again. I'm not going <laughs> to. The majority of LA clubs, yeah, not not much fun. I mean, the majority, yeah. the majority of my you know strip club experience was in Chicago. The suburbs of Chicago, yeah. Wisconsin. I heard Chicago isn't as good now. Like they have to have like their butt two thirds covered or something. Like they have weird rules now. Well, so the only club in Chicago proper I ever mm-hmm. frequented was the Admiral, and Admiral's full nude juice bar. Okay. Uh, there is a bar bar next door that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, once you've paid cover at the Admiral, you can just freely go between the two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still not quite the same. Some of the clubs in Wisconsin were a little wild, and then like some of the Central Illinois clubs. Good wild or bad wild? Like uh, wild, like drugs and other stuff everywhere, or wild as in like a really good time. Depends on the club. Some of them. I mean, it's been a long time since I told the story, but I think uh, there are always those type of clubs. Like there are those type of clubs around here too. You know, it's well. There was a club. Not my thing. There was a club <laughs> that was literally on the Wisconsin Illinois border that was managed by a friend of mine. And the place was just trash. It was just... Yeah, some are. Yeah, it was just, oh my God, a wild trash place. I mean, I have some really fond memories of that place. Like, nothing like walking in there with another friend of mine who was a bouncer there. And as we walk in, the performer on stage screams to him, Chuck, Chuck, you won't believe it. It's been three whole days since I haven't done coke from stage. Just publicly. Yeah, just... Congratulations, girl. That's awesome. But you're just going to fucking yell that out. Damn. From the stage. From the stage. From the stage. And like you would, oh man, oh man. I mean, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. But, uh, whew. I mean, they give you a chip for one day. Fucking, you're three times that. Good on you. There's a uh, one club. I haven't been to this club. Um, I, go, I go to clubs as a patron every now and then because, you know, it's fun. Um, it's called Miss Kitties. Oh, yeah. And there's a cat that walks around. There's a club cat. <laughs> Strip club mascot whatever i wonder if they teach the cat how to take dollar bills and just walk away with it i hope so i would trade that cat and be like go get that money go get that money cat. Right, 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 right. come here <laughs> kitty kitty for the kitty kitty for the kitty exactly oh man one of the best clubs i ever went to was in fucking like rural central illinois though yeah the place burned down to the ground before i left illinois you know mm. magically Right, of course. Yeah, we had a club around here magically catch fire too. Yeah, it was in between Springfield and Champaign Urbana, mm-hmm. like in like whatever that fucking highway that connects the two. Yeah, and it was a BYOB club, full nude BYOB club. So since it was BYOB, it just, pff, sloppy, but yeah, some amazingly like attractive women working there. It was just like okay, all right, all right, getting sloshed with my friends for not much money because. It's BYOB. 
Well, we have two dollar Tuesdays where all well, the drinks are two dollars. Nice, but even two dollar Tuesdays isn't compared to like I can just bring my own hard liquor and pay yeah twenty dollars for a whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> still, you could still get get pretty like because you get well drinks for two dollars, so you could. I mean, ten drinks—that's the cost of your liquor bottle. Not that, not that bad. It's still over no hundred percent markup. Yeah, but it's no hundred percent markup. Nah. Twenty-three shots to a standard bottle. Okay, so it's that's a two times. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Yeah. All right. Hold on, my brain's dumb. Yeah. Even even so, though, for a bar. Oh no, a no, bar, no! It's fine. It's fine. I'm. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm sorry. What I also like is that they uh they give change back in two dollar bills, so I have like this giant stack of two dollar bills. I'm like in my place. <laughs> I felt weird like going to the bank with them, so I'm just saving up a whole bunch, and I'm just gonna bring a big box of two dollar bills and be like, "What's up?" And sometimes I pay for two dollar pay for stuff in two dollar bills places, and I'll just be like, "There you go," and they're looking at me like, "What the fuck? <laughs> These are real?" Yeah, yeah, they're real. Why do you have those? The- well, actually, I'll straight up say I'm like I'm a stripper. And they're like. Okay, <laughs> but what it means is that instead of throwing singles at stage, people are throwing twos on stage. What kind of doubles? Hell yeah, hundred percent markup on your tips. Yeah, which I mean, inflation. People should be throwing like fives on stage at this point. Yeah, but the problem is inflation. They should be, but the problem mm-hmm. is U.S. wages are stagnant. So yeah, for sure. But even so, I feel like there's still the people who come to my stage are like, "Here's one single dollar. You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Here's that one single dollar. You know, put it, let me put like, it. In, go away from my stage. Don't let me put it in your there. panties with my teeth. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like try to shove it down the front. And I'm like, what you doing there? What do you mean? What do you mean I can't rub your pussy on this single dollar bill? What do you mean I can't penetrate you for a dollar? Come on. Eh? Just, just two fingers. Just two. <laughs> I just want to have a memory. Dolly. Um, butthole. Well, I was going for front door, but I mean. If you prefer that it goes in the rear, that's on you. <laughs> Dealer's choice. I had a guy who wants a different club pay me $40 to like look at my butthole for a couple minutes. Is it a full nude club? Yeah, this one was like nude optional. And he's like, yeah, I'll just like just look at your butthole. And I'm like, I. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> that's wild. That is fucking wild. Did he like, you know, break out like a pen and paper and like just start sketching your butthole like it was I fucking would have art? I loved that. That would have been amazing. Like, you're just like, I'm a nude model all of a sudden, just, you know, for the yeah, art. Yeah, for the art. For the art. I want to look at your butthole for the art. That's my new line. I'm gonna... <laughs> what up, girl? I'm an artist. I want to look at your butthole for the art. Just the art. How you do? <laughs> do you think it'll work for me? Yeah, it'll work on someone. How many times will I have to get slapped before that works properly? Mm, I think like my face will be fucking raw by the time I'm a roll. Are you all disfigured? Yeah, just my nose will be like fucking like this. It'll just. I broke a guy's nose once. Oh, you? Whoa, whoa! You can't just drop that and no, be like. It, that was an accident. Oh, well, tell the story. You can't it just. It was in like... the mosh pit. I was like 14. Okay, what happened? I don't know. He got away in my. Like, his face got in the way of my fist. It's not my fist. And then he cried, and I felt really bad. This is Dolly's story of domestic abuse. He's just like, oh, yeah. He, he just, you know. He ran right He ran right, right into my fist. It was an accident, officer. He ran right into my fist. It was in a mosh pit, officer. 
No, no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we haven't been to a concert in two weeks, but yeah, he. It was in a mosh pit, officer. And I like liked him at the time too. I think it ruins that. You're not and then into- he like, and then he liked me like ten years later, and I was like, nah. <laughs> You're not into crying boys. Uh, sometimes. You want a boy that could take a punch a little better? Uh, oof, oof! I'm not gonna answer that one. <laughs> I'm not. Just, I'm not trying to, you know. <laughs> I know you're in a relationship right now. I'm not trying to call you out like, you know, <laughs> like that. I'm not like saying, you know, that you're looking. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I have not punched him. I swear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk to him real quick and ask him when you're not in the room? <laughs> Bro, blink twice as she hits you. <laughs> For the audio audience, Dolly is very nervously taking a sip of her drink right now and trying not to say anything. And punched in mosh pits accidentally. Oh yeah, elbows, fists. Yeah, I got like one time I heard most of said I got like punched in the stomach. The air knocked out of me. I fell backwards, was on my back, and this guy three times my size got hit, toppled over, and landed on top of me. And then I was just stuck and unable to move for a bit. Was trapped <laughs> under this guy. <laughs> Did you at least exchange contact information while you were down there? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this is my shit. <laughs> Like, hey, man, uh, I think we're supposed to exchange insurance when this kind of accident happens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd report that one. Be like, well, you know, I got hit with you know a boulder of a man it was an act of God. I sat out on the sides for a little bit after that one. It's kind of chilled. It's like maybe take a little break. I I don't really go into mosh pits much anymore, you know. But when I was like a teenager, oh yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I used to get the shit kicked out of me. In mosh pits. Same. I mean, I was scrawny as fuck. I had, like, no curves. Was, I was a stick. I would just go flying, you know? Believe it or I not. I still would, probably. Yeah, you're, you're not a huge human in the first place. No. No, I was even tinier. I, it's hard to imagine, but <laughs> I'm sure it was a well, thing. Well, I didn't, I didn't have titties until I was, like, 21, 22, so, you know. Well, I did not know you pre titties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like post ass and titties better. Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah, I was a, a scrawny fucking kid too. Like, I did not get bigger until tail end of high school, early twenties. Yeah, I got the shit kicked out of me and some. It's like the first show I went to, I was small enough to body surf. You can imagine I, me. I, I do crowd surf every now and then. Still, I do. It's fun. <laughs> I know people hate it, but some crowds love it. Some crowds hate it. It depends on the atmosphere of it. Like, you got to feel out the crowd. Of Like, are they down with this? Cool. See, back in the day, I just didn't care. If I got dropped, I'd just pop right back up. Oh, I got, I got dropped on my head once, and I bled a little bit. I definitely got dropped on my head, like, multiple times over the course of a white zombie show in the 90s. <laughs> I also got literally the shit kicked out of me. You pooped? No, not, not literal oh, shit. You said literally, so I legitimately thought you, you pooped. Okay, no, I... It's like, I gotta hear this story. No, 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 okay. And I just pictured it like, oh no. Oh no, I'm in the pits. I mean, you know, there are there a lot of bad smells at concerts. Especially, especially a gnarly metal show in the 90s, like... Oh yeah. No one would have known. No, what I, is deodorant? Uh, uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I, I'm I, not sure. I, I'm, can you give me a definition? Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it sometime in like nineteen or twenty nineteen. I remember seeing deodorant once. Twenty twenty, man, it's a it's a vague memory. I'm in quarantine, man. I 
putting on deodorant for myself. Although you live in LA, there are a lot of people who like want to stay natural, which means smelly armpits, right? Yeah, those nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> we don't have that here quite as much. I remember when I lived in Northern California, I lived in Berkeley. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, there were some smelly people in Berkeley. Oh, yeah. No deodorant, braid their fucking arm hair, their armpit ah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that, was a, that was a different life living there. Ugh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. But, you know, I had like a couple homeless people I was cool with, and I didn't make friends there very easily. But <laughs> I'm bummed that like your time in Berkeley soured you on California so much. I'm not a big LA person either. It's just, I like, okay, so I love forests, right? Yeah. But I'm very particular about forests. Like, they have to be really green, like, really lush. And, like, I want to be in them. And it's just a different, I don't know. It's just a different, I mean, ecosystem. Yeah, but I'm thinking of a different word. I don't know. I'm just, like, really big on being able to get out to forests when I want to. And not them being crowded with people. Like, I like being able to get out to nature a little easier and actually, you know, experience that. I like city living, but I got to have that, too. Fair enough. Fair enough. And traffic. Yeah, LA is kind of famous for that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And the air quality. Yeah. I mean, if you, like there are good things about LA, but it's just I can't do it. So you couldn't pay me to move back to the Midwest. You could not pay me. Well, but you didn't live in St. Louis. I lived in Chicago. I know the traffic's bad there. Yeah, there's public transportation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love it here, and like I have like a nice ass place for what would get me like a studio or a one bed. Probably like not really even that. Small place like, well, yeah, a studio. You would get me a studio in LA. You're paying like Probably. two. You're paying like sixteen hundred two grand a month. Shit. About close to sixteen hundred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would get you. Probably. Yeah, because I, I have a I have a big place in like the ritzy, in like a ritzy area. So it's like, yeah, like if I wanted, I could get a house here and it would be decent for like, you know, a few bedrooms, nice yard, not a bad area, hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Good luck with that with California anywhere. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. That might get you a little shed. That might get you a shed out in the fucking property. desert. Like out in the desert somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. For hundred fifty thousand I have a shed that in between Vegas and LA. Like yeah. You know. And I make and I make better money as a stripper than in porn. So higher income, lower cost of living. It just makes sense. It does. It does. I mean that's the whole thing about real estate. Location, location, location. So for me, I just never want to live in the Midwest again. Everybody has their, their place. For sure. For sure. I'm not knocking your choice. It's just, for me, mm-hmm. zero desire. There, there are some other places I could live, but it wouldn't be California. I, I can live where I am now. I could also live in North Carolina again. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Not my cup like of the, tea. The forest there, amazing. My favorite. The mountains, the beaches, love it. The people. Chapel Hill's not bad. That's where I lived. I spent a lot of time in Charlotte. I didn't spend too much time in Charlotte, so I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I had some good times in Charlotte. Yeah. For the most part, it just wasn't like, it wasn't my cup of tea. That's fair. Nature's such a big thing for me. That's Yeah, I am such an urban dweller. Right, I, right. So I think that's the difference is that like, it's like where our priorities are in terms of living. surroundings. Well, I mean, 100%, like, Tokyo was my happy place. If I could figure out a way... Okay, I would love to visit Tokyo. It's so much fun, but it is, <laughs> it is so super urban. Right. I, I like a mix. I, I don't think I could live in a place like Tokyo, but I would like to spend, like, maybe a month there. Looks cool. Oh, 
in a month, you would still not have half the fucking city explored. Right, exactly. But that still seems like a decent amount of time. And then I'd be like, no, I want to, you know, get home. Because I have a sad to let a person. I like, I like my, my place. So yeah, I, when the pandemic's over, I'm all pretty confident. Like, I'm just going to hop the first flight I can to Tokyo. I'll be just like, I'm going back. Yeah. Because it's, it's been fucking four years since the last time I went. And I was kind of having the I need to go, you know, before the pandemic. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do for my 2020 trip? Yay, beer, number, two. beer two. <laughs> what am I going to do for my 2020 trip? Yeah. Well, I could go back to Tokyo. That'd be fun. Maybe make it out of Tokyo and see some of the other parts of Japan. Yeah. And then that could be cool. this shit happened. Right. I was supposed to go out of country for the first time ever. I had everything booked when COVID happened. Oh, where were you going? Cancun, actually, which I know it's not really... And I was supposed to go to Germany, too. Oh, see, Germany's rad. I didn't have that booked, but that was like, we're planning on that. And uh, so those are, like, I never out of country, and I have two trips coming up, and I'm like, fuck yeah. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a bummer. I need to spend more time in Germany. I only had, like, seven, not even 72 hours there for Oktoberfest a couple it years ago. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The food is rad. And the food I'm not going to like. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a... It's, <laughs> For a, for a savory meat eater, it's rad. For you, I'm not sure. so much. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh. I couldn't imagine how difficult it would be to travel abroad with dietary restrictions. I mean, it depends on the country. I think if you go to, like, Thailand, no problem. Shit like that, you know, or places that have, like, really heavy vegetable and sauce meals. Like, but, Asian countries in general are probably pretty easy because they have that variety. But the problem is, like, it depends on, like, your level of vegetarian veganism. Because, well, I'm not a vegan. Well, I know, I, I know you're not, but a lot of even things that are don't contain meat in a lot of the Asian countries are made with fish broth and shit like that. Right. But there's, I don't know, like, I, I guess it would be a communication thing. Right. You have and to really be able to figure out the communication. That would be the biggest problem. But, I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty decent, like, translator apps and stuff. Now, I do remember I was shooting for this Japanese porn company, and... Only the director could speak a little English and no one else could. And so we're like talking to each other on these apps and it kept on like messing up and saying weird things to each other. <laughs> like we get a basic gist, but it would always like translate to something that would supposed to like be sort of offensive. <laughs> well, we found we found when we were in Japan that Google Translate will translate Ooh. Spanish to Japanese much easier than English to Japanese. Huh. I, it's just, you know, how the syntax works and thankfully like one of my buddies who's there is like fluent in spanish and english so he started okay. th so he's throwing spanish into the translator like oh man that's interesting and he was finding that it was much more accurate translations i mean it's just all the syntax and i don't know but right sentence structure probably yeah i like german sentence structure it makes sense well, i haven't taken german in forever but well you know english is partially soft german it's very similar to yeah. german just the sentence structure is different yeah but i know like in Japan especially. I mean, there were a lot of English menus, but a lot of places didn't have English menus, and it was just, mm -hmm. like, picking shit off. Almost all the menus had pictures on them, so it was just a lot of just, hey, that looks interesting, that. Right, which I couldn't do. Right. That would make it hard. I'm sure I could survive. I could figure it out, but if you broke, that language barrier makes it hard. If you broke vegetarian edge for a week, would you die? No. Like, yeah. No. I actually, my body couldn't process it. I would get sick. Well, that's the last thing you want to fucking do on vacation. Exactly. Like, one, I wouldn't want to, but two, I physically couldn't. Like, if you go so long without meat, your your body's not going to know what to do with it. Well, 
I'm never going to have that problem. I mean, I just stick to my one type of meat, you know. But I'll bump. <laughs> but I'll bump. My most overused joke. That tube steak. Yeah, especially like Japan was, as I said, definitely a lot of just picking shit at random off menus. Uh, Germany, Germany, we had an idea of what we were ordering, but we were also like in Munich and like not in random small. With Germany, I might go outside and start chewing on the grass. Sauerkraut doesn't have meat in it. You can eat sauerkraut. I, uh. She's not into sauerkraut. I, it's not really my thing. I don't think any German food is really my thing. And I have a lot of German background, but you know, <laughs> fuck my ancestors' food. Oh. Swedish food is weird too. I love that. I haven't been to Sweden. The Netherlands, I mean, they all spoke fucking English. Yeah. But it was a lot of just meat and savory shit. Though, though, their fucking pancakes are fucking rad. How are they different? They're. Their pancakes are more like thin crepe style. Ooh, I like crepes. Yeah. They're, okay, that's the one thing I miss about living in California is there were like crepe places fucking everywhere. Right. And I love crepes. And here I know of like one place. And it's really good and all, but like. It's the one. Oh, good. In LA, I, ordered, I like ordered delivery crepes one time and they fucked my order up with someone else's. I know whoever ordered it must have been high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a crepe with like. What was it? Okay. Chocolate, carrots, and avocado. <laughs> that, oh. Oh. It doesn't taste right. I opened it up and I'm staring at it. Like, this is in my. Who? Who does this? <laughs> like, first and foremost, who puts carrots and avocado on a crepe in the first place? Who does that? And then you drizzle some chocolate on it. Some Nutella. That's what it was, Nutella. There might have been like strawberries in it too. I don't remember that part, but like, yeah, Nutella, carrots, and avocado were definitely in it. That is so gnarly. That is so gnarly. You know what? I was really hungry. Did you try it? (laughs) How bad was it? It wasn't great. It was not great. I can only imagine how fucking horrible that must be. You're Not like, great. You're like, I'm hungry. I was hungry. I, I just. I was really hungry. And it took a while to come, too. So I was like, oh, man, my food's here. My food's. Oh, all right. That is one of the great disappointments in life. It's like when you're starving and the delivery comes in, it's wrong. It's just like, what? Yeah. Oh. It's late, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I cried over it. I've, I didn't cry over that time, but I have cried over being starving and my delivery food being wrong before. <laughs> and this one place kept fucking it up. So I finally put it in the notes because they kept on giving me meat in my queso. <laughs> and so once I started putting in the notes, well, I, I always had like leave the meat out, but I was like, no meat in my queso. I will cry. They didn't fuck it up after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just got threatened tears. I will try that next time. I will. I yeah. will. I will FaceTime the restaurant <laughs> crying. Be like, you fucked up my food. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm just, I'm no, I'm gonna just sob and like just be hysterical on the phone with them when they fuck up my. I said no onions. <laughs> I'm allergic. I'm not, but some people are though. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. It's California, man. They're supposed to, you know, be really, really careful about that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some, you know, eye drops so like my eyes are nice and watery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I keep eye drops around, so I'd be able to do that. Yeah, I, I, I got a whole thing. I'm gonna, 
I got a plan. I got a plan for the next time I fuck up my yeah, order. Your food is not gonna get fucked up again. Just be like, I'm gonna cry. Don't do it. Don't fuck it up. And then check it while they're there. And if it's wrong, just stare at them. You said you want to listen up, and I just start bawling. And I'd be like, Can I borrow your shirt? I need to dry my face. <laughs> I'm gonna, there. I'm gonna start doing that drive-throughs. <laughs> just refuse to leave the drive-through line while my fucking burger is wrong. Just crying. <laughs> Oh, I hung Dan. Just, oh, I said no letters. <laughs> I ordered this animal style. Dude, when, uh, when COVID, the first couple months, not a single pickup order I got was correct. Something was always fucked up. I don't know what it was, but people just were stressed out. And it, like, it was good for my wallet because I stopped ordering food. I started just making shit or putting broccoli and macaroni and being like, boom, done. Gourmet. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's cheap as fuck. And it's easy. Believe me, I've been I've been dining on the bachelor chow for a lot of my meals. Like, bachelor chow? Like, you know, just cheap shit like broccoli. Yeah. You know, combining mac and cheese with shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it doesn't taste bad. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like, and it, like, you could get like, uh, for me, I could get like two meals out of it: the macaroni and veggies. I'm like, cool. I like cheese. There we go. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I eat too much cheese. That's why I could be a vegan. I fucking love cheese. <laughs> it's addictive, you know. I know. I know. They claim I, I read somewhere that cheese is as addictive as cocaine. I'm like, man, I need to not do cocaine ever because I have a problem with cheese. <laughs> So you're definitely going to have a problem with cocaine. Right. Oh, let me just sprinkle a little cocaine on my eggs. Like, that, you know, it doesn't really Jesus. need it. Oh, Jesus. Well, I was more referring to the, what I do with the cheese on my bag. Yeah, I know. I just pictured that. Don't put <laughs> Oh, you don't eat eggs, probably. Oh, I do eat eggs. But you don't put cheese on it? No, I was picturing Coke eggs. Oh, well, I mean, they'd be a good pick-me-up at breakfast. <laughs> I get really energized for your day. Boy, I got a solution for you. Right? I am ready for that first Zoom meeting. Let's go! <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Just be spinning in the chair, like, on, you know, on calls. We can talk about next boss. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I've got that project already done. Before you even ask for it, it's done, 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 done. <sighs> Let me have some more eggs. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, cheese is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, where do I go? Oh, yeah, cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that I do still have my cheese addiction. I don't understand how vegans can be like, oh, fake cheese is just like real cheese. No, it's not. Okay, in LA, there are some good fake cheeses. Here, it's harder to find. We have like one place that has good fake cheese, but it's expensive as fuck. Why go for the good fake when you can just have mediocre real that is probably better? It's actually, no, some of the good fake does taste. It's just, when it's good, it's not grocery store. It's always restaurant. It's always expensive as fuck. And it's not going to be there for you late at night when you got a craving for cheese. Exactly. And it's probably chocked full of fucking sodium. I'm sure it's not great for you, but I mean, neither is cheese, but you know. Don't talk about cheese like that. Cheese is apparently not as bad for you as milk, though. I don't drink milk. Even though it's like, even though it comes from milk, like, yeah, milk's gross to me. But even though it comes from milk, it's not as bad as milk. I don't know why. This dude, not a scientist. Not a doctor. But you're going to be like, here's the reason you're telling me cheese is all right. I'll take it. Right? <laughs> I got some confirmation bias going on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're telling me that, oh, this, 
that's all, this staple of my diet is already better than this thing that is not a staple of my diet, done. Done yeah, and done. Exactly. Like, I'm doing great. Good job, me. Right. Did you know I don't drink milk because it's bad for me? Not because I hate it. <laughs> right. right. Hey, as long as you tell me, like, butter and ice cream are cool, too, we're all, that, that sums up my whole dairy. I do like ice cream. Uh, oh, man. I, you know what I like? Cheesecake ice cream. That sounds decadent as fuck, and I've never had it. Okay, no, Ben and Jerry's has it, like strawberry cheesecake ice cream. That shit's amazing. Oh. You need to try it. It's uh. the best. And they have, like, little graham cracker crust bits in it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the best ice cream. I'm in. I swear. I'm fucking in. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure whatever grocery store you go to, most of them, fucking Walgreens carries it. Oh, I live in L.A. I don't go to grocery stores. I send other people to do that for me. I've been doing that with COVID because I don't like standing in lines. Yeah. Oh. I'll pay you like 30 extra dollars. Stand in line for me. Cool. <laughs> it's not even an issue of standing in line that bothers me. It's just the fucking stupid fucking people. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Last go, because I was going shopping for myself because I'm like, I, you know, I'm leaving my house every week or two to go grocery shopping. Yeah. Like, it's minimal risk. I wear my mask. Got to the fucking point where it's like, Motherfuckers aren't wearing their masks. Motherfuckers it is don't. minimal risk, though. Like, when I looked at, like, the calculations of how it spreads, because you're not in it for a long enough time, and you're not in as enclosed of a space, it's the employees who are getting sick there. Right. But the problem is, you still have motherfuckers not wearing masks. You have motherfuckers yeah. not wearing masks, right? And then you have dumb motherfuckers taking their whole fa- fucking family to go grocery shopping. Right. Like, And we know kids don't have good hygiene. Right. Kids don't have good hygiene. Or, the fact of the matter is, there is no reason that you need to bring five people unless they are of an age that they cannot take care of themselves right. to right. the store with you right and they don't want to be there <laughs> well i don't know if they want to be i don't give a fuck i, if they I want get, to be there I get fucking lost at grocery stores is my problem is that i that, get lost and i run around i go back and forth so much is that because forever is that because of being stoned or is that just because no, i don't really smoke anymore oh i just i just get lost <laughs> <laughs> i just have I mean, I have a really bad sense of direction to begin with, but then I just get lost. Dolly gets lost in Borderlands and grocery stores. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Man, they better never put a grocery store in Borderlands. You'll never get out of that level. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. I'll be fighting milk cartons all day. No, like, where's the cheese power up? Where is it? But yeah, like my friend was like, oh, and the club shut down. I'm, I'm like driving for Instacart. You should try that. I'm like, no, I should not. <laughs> I will get lost. They will hate me. I will get no tips. I'll show up five hours late. Like, hi. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a friend who tried to convince me to do Instacart too. I'm like, no, I'm not doing I mean, that. I like using it as a customer. I do use it as a customer. I don't like using it as a customer. I have ordered Instacart since the pandemic started probably six or seven times. Mm-hmm. One time my order came 100% correct. One time. Really? One time. Wow. I've The only weird thing I had was um once. I, I wanted uh, plums, right? And I guess they were out of plums. And I was asleep. You know, I sleep till like 2 p.m. Generally, and like my food's coming at 2 to 3. I'm like, cool. I was assuming he's going to get it right. And you would think maybe if they're out of plums, he might replace it with like a peach or like a pear. He plays, replace it with a whole fucking cantaloupe. <laughs> I was like, why is this so heavy? What? What? <laughs> But you know what? I was too entertained to be upset about that one. I've gotten shit like frozen foods coming at room temperature. 
Oh, I haven't had that. They're pretty good about it here. Yeah. Frozen foods have come in room temperature. Not ashamed to admit, but I've been ordering bagel bites since the quarantine started. You know what? Nothing wrong with that. Fuck no. Bagel bites are rad. Yeah. So, at least in LA, at least where I get ordered my food from, you can get 40 bagel bites for $7.50, right? Or you can get 24 bagel bites for $6.50. Okay. They were out of the variety of the bagel bites I wanted in the 40-pack. And instead of confirming with me, hey, can I grab another variety of the 40-pack, motherfucker grabbed 24 packs. And yeah, they're supposed to confirm with you. They said the little thingy. Yeah, didn't confirm. Just did it. Huh. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I haven't had that issue. I'm like, I mean, like, I could have rejected the cantaloupe, but I was asleep. Right. <laughs> but it was just one of those things like, yo, I'm obviously fat here and want the quantity. We could try a different flavor. What are you play. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Especially when the price point is a dollar difference for almost half the fucking quantity of the fucking product. Yeah. Or motherfuckers like, this is not a problem you'll ever run into because you don't eat meat. But like, some things I want boneless, some things I don't care if they're bone in or not. And My like, meat always has a bone in it. Ha <laughs> ha. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. But it, it's like, motherfucker, I ordered this boneless and you grabbed the fucking wrong meat. It's just, it's constantly just a. Thankfully, I caught the fucking person before they did this shit. I wanted fucking key lime pie. Oh my god, that's my favorite dessert. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And there's a brand of like frozen key lime pie that actually went into frost. It's actually pretty fucking good. Which brand is it? I'd have to look on my okay, phone. Sorry, go on. Go on. I'm excited. I'm like, tell me about the pie. And I ordered the pie. Pie's out of stock. She tried to grab me a banana cream pie to replace the key lime pie. Okay, I like that too. Yeah, but that's not a suitable replacement for no. key lime pie. What would you replace it with? Nothing. Refund my money. But that is an option. Right. But she, if I hadn't caught it. Sure. I don't know. I wouldn't have been upset about that when I've been like, all right. I don't know. I would say she put in a good effort there. That one would upset me. It's not cantaloupe level. <laughs> it's nowhere near flavor, the same flavor palette. No. <laughs> no, but there, that one didn't bother me. Like, that wasn't like. Oh fuck her! It was, but like the people who like showed up with frozen food that wasn't cold anymore. Yeah, that's that's no good. Yeah, that's just no good. Flat out getting wrong produce, like not like, oh hey, I swapped in the system. Like hey, I charged you for the large quantity that you ordered, but picked up like you no. Know, oh, that has happened to me. A bag of a bag of avocados and the bags went out, and I've gotten one for like same price. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like no 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 no. This is a crazy like privileged fucking me talking, but it's like. On one hand, I respect that you are potentially putting your life in danger to get me my food. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, the job isn't rocket science. Like, because I can walk. I mean, I would struggle. Yeah, but you also would have have enough common sense to not go to the frozen food sections first. Because I'm watching, you know, you watch the order that they're pulling it if you're watching in real time. It's like, they pulled the frozen food first. It's not like... Yeah, once they between they leaving the store and getting to my I mean, house. You start with the produce, Charlie. You go in; it directs you in the correct order. Right. I get lost by at least no. You start with that stuff. Right. You start with non-perishables and produce. Things do not need to be refrigerated or frozen. But these, you know, I've had multiple shoppers like because the frozen food section's right in the fucking door. Oh well, that's the grocery store's fault. Hey, I am not <laughs> a grocery store executive. I don't lay the shit out. But either way, they're hitting the frozen food section like fucking first and grabbing fucking. My frozen shit, first thing, it's like, are you what the fuck's wrong with you? What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm sure the listeners are like, Matt, you're really bitching about groceries again. Really? <laughs> Is this what you do every time? 
We have limited topics here on COVID. How many how many podcasts that you've done have you bitched about groceries lately? Probably two or three. <laughs> Before this one or including this one? Uh, I'm going to go with including this one. I may be wrong. All right, all right. Feel free to at me on this one, guys. Feel free to at me and be like, "Yeah, Matt, you you do fuck nothing." Yeah. <laughs> Calm the fuck down about your fucking your pro, you know, your fucking grocery shopping. But I mean, but what else are we doing? I mean, I'm playing a fair amount of Twitch games. Speaking of which, I'm going to co- put you on the spot on air. The look on Dolly's face is like, really? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Why? I thought we were friends. Why are you doing this to me, Matt? Why? We want you to come back and play Jackbox with us. Okay, we'll see. If I can convince my boyfriend to join in and we take a break from banging it out. Right. <laughs> well, to be fair, you know, it's newly like a scheduled thing every week now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's only two hours. Okay. I mean, maybe we can see. I, I asked him, and he said he, like, I asked him if he would join me if I played on Twitch sometime. He said he might be down. So, like, he might be down for yours. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone had a good time while you were on. and Yeah. It was fun. And it will be slightly less toxic than that game was. Oh, because the Hitler got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Hitler. <laughs> only Hitler. Oh, my God. Only Hitler. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Hey, we had what to talk to we had to talk to some people offline and be like, "Yo, um, chill, chill." I'm not trying to get my Twitch account fucking banned for this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, a little too much Hitler going on. A little too much Hitler. A little too much Hitler. <laughs> so now the jokes generally are just gross. They're not necessarily toxic. Mm-hmm. When you didn't come back, we were all like, "Was Dolly fucking weirded out by how toxic this got?" No, I just got distracted. I took a nap. It's all good. We just. I take a lot of naps. That is my second biggest hobby during quarantine. <laughs> Video games, naps. It's like you're a fucking teenager. Oh my god, <laughs> I am living my teenager life. You're like I, I didn't know as a teenager I didn't nap at all. I like didn't. I don't know. I just would run on almost no sleep. Like I would stay up playing uh, Guild Wars, and then a few hours later I'd go to school. <laughs> I and miss, I do it all over again. I miss having that boundless energy. Like, oh, yeah, right? six o'clock in the morning. Oh, I got to go to school in like an hour and a half. Do I put my head down or do I just keep playing? I just keep playing. <laughs> I'll stop just in time to take a shower. Nope. Didn't do that either. Got to go. <laughs> I would just never have time to dry my hair in the morning. I always like come to school with wet hair. And like, even if it was snowing out, I would come to school with wet hair. And so I'd be standing outside for waiting for the bus and my hair would freeze. So I would legit come to school with actual icicles in my hair <laughs> maybe like look guys anyways that was kind of weird oh no i didn't have that, should, I didn't have that many friends <laughs> that should actually happen to me too you know because i don't know if you're aware of this my hair was down the middle of my back in high school i'm not surprised yeah like full-on long hair metalhead in high school you, you seem like a long hair metalhead dude what because i'm still wearing wearing some of the same shirts i was wearing in high school maybe i mean nothing wrong with that no, no. I mean, like when I was like emo in high school, which is really funny. When I like, I said kept the shirts because I think they're great. Like I looked through my little emo wardrobe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> look at my scene style. I wasn't seen. I was emo. There's a difference. Okay. Look at my. I'm old. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't have the ridiculous like emo mullet hair. <laughs> no, like the scene mullet hair. Like the, that was bad. Like the scene Karen. Where like they they have like the poofy hair and like the little bows and be like on MySpace. Now listen, I loved MySpace. Don't get me wrong. I was all over that shit. (laughs) However, I was more the sad, like the... Hold on. Aw. 
for the audio audience, like Dolly is making a very cute sad girl like look at the moment. I have my hair covering half my face, and I was just kind of like, mm. I'm drawing and alone and angsty. And angst. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my life was pretty easy at that time. And I'm like, life is so hard. I had it so good. We had it. Come on. None of us had any fucking perspective on what life was really like at that point. Problems? Yeah, like, bills? What the fuck's a bill? Right. Like, I, I was, like, doing well at school. I had a nice family, nice home. I had my video games. I had my art. I was a little weird. All right. I did get made fun of. I'll, I'll give myself that. It was a little bit of a struggle. But it wasn't, like... Horrible. Yeah, but I feel like it's that happens like, to that every fucking kid. I think that happens to every fucking kid. There's no <laughs> kid that makes it through all of fucking life without some level of you know shit talk coming their way. I'm not a couple, but for the most part. Mm. I mean, well, there are people that like no one would say shit to because they were just scared of because they were such big assholes that they'd be like, mm. <laughs> but it doesn't mean everybody liked them because they didn't. Right. It was just like, oh, that guy will fight me if I talk shit. Got it. Mm-hmm. I don't like you, but uh, all right. All right. Yeah. They just talk shit behind their back. Right. Exactly. I had this little plan to, like, put worms in this girl's backpack because she was bullying me and my friends. I never did it. Like, I'm really upset with myself. If I could go back in time and put worms in her backpack, oh, man, fucking Michelle, you got those worms coming for you. Ten-year reunion. Do that shit. Ah, oh my god, this year is my ten year reunion. Do it. No, but, like we're like we obviously we're not doing it when we probably should have been because of COVID, but like we just someone just created the Facebook group for our ten year and um people are trying to figure out when to do it, like not sure. They might have to postpone it to next year, the ten year or the eleven year, but uh it, it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining as fuck. Do it. Bring those worms. I mean, I was the quiet awkward kid right awkward emo kid whatever actually i was like really obnoxious and pink everything in middle school that's your awkward emo kid but then it's like <laughs> oh man this girl you know sucked dick for a living for a while and now she's a stripper and this isn't what we expected but what's up well and then be like hi want some worms no no you can't just offer it. you just gotta be like worms <laughs> right i gotta do some i gotta do something to prank michelle you do i agree I, I'm sure she's still a bad person. Right? Got it coming. Worms and her alcohol. Done. Just, <laughs> just like, oh, what you should, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get canceled for this, but what you should do is like put a worm on a toothpick like you like you would a martini olive. Oh, God. Then, okay, I'm just going to find a worm that's already dead, though. Okay. Like, you know, if it rains, I go gather up some dead worms, put them in toothpicks, and then put them in our, just, in our little martini. Why is it I don't want to kill. I don't want to kill the worm exactly. Well, I guess I don't want to get the worm drunk either, so I shouldn't put live worms in alcohol. But I. <laughs> well, what you should do is get like some real mascal or something that already has a worm at the bottom of it and pull that worm out. Huh. Or just dead worms from the rain. That works too. Fat old juicy nightcrawler. Bloop. Yeah. Man, I for- I'm excited about my worm plan. I'm going to get kicked out of the reunion. Fuck yeah. <laughs> But guess what? You'll be memorable. Uh-huh. They will not forget you. That worm bitch. Man. <laughs> What's she going to do with the 20 year? I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know. Like, where do you go from worms? At least I'm not giving her, like, butt worms or something. Where would you even get those? 
Where are you getting butt worms? Do you worms? not know about butt worms? No. You've never heard of getting worms. I mean, for dogs. No, people. It happens to people, too. Why are they fucking dogs? They, I had worms as a kid. I pooped out worms. Why'd you fuck a dog? I, <laughs> I did not. I, I don't know how I got butt worms, but I got uh, butt worms. She doesn't know, folks. She doesn't know. <laughs> she has no clue how really she got. really disturbing. <laughs> like, you, you don't want to go through that. <laughs> Were they live when they come out of your butt? Yes. This is new information for you, huh? Yes. Yeah, no, I, yes. I pooped out live worms as a child. <laughs> How big were these worms? That they just like they were they'd like wiggle though. I'm sorry, this is very upsetting. I know. <laughs> this is the sexiest porn star podcast you've had. Hey, please do. That is I the first you about worms because legally blonde, where that one person talks about deworming orphans. Uh, I thought everybody's seen that movie. I have seen that movie, but I just kind of just the stared. deworming orphans part. When I heard that, I was like, haha, man, I know what they went through. I was just uh, staring at a young, hot Reese Witherspoon the whole time and not paying too close attention to the dialogue. Oh, my God. Well, that is the that is definitely a first for the show. I mean, I've definitely had other people on the show talking about getting STDs. I've never talked to, had anyone talk about getting worms. I, I think you get it from toilet seats. So, anyways, I never put my butt on toilet seats in public. I always lay that toilet paper down. I ain't getting butt worms again. I'm pretty sure it actually comes from undercooked food, but oh, did you eat meat at that point? Yes. Yeah, so I believe it. Can I think come- it was before I was seven. Seven's when I stopped. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why you stopped. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like these butt worms aren't worth it, man. Yeah, I believe you can actually get worms from undercooked pork. I believe, at least back in the day. Now all the meat's so full of fucking antibiotics and hormones and shit that like it gives you big titties now. I know. <laughs> hell that that's actually a crazy thing uh back to the japan thing like yeah uh because their diets become more westernized it's more japanese women are getting bigger tits nice and i am all about it yeah i like titties me too i mean i like like you know girls without titties can be totally hot too they for can. sure because i also like ass well <laughs> it's one of those things where like I, my preference on the you know my preference is proportionate. Yes, exactly. I, I like, you know, the f- different different sizes look good on different people. Well, yeah, oh, but, yeah. but it's like, you know, I'm oh, happy if you nice. have fat tits, but, uh, you know, it's disappointing if you have luscious fat tits and, like, no butt. Yeah. No, I actually kind of, like, always have to have a butt. Like, there has to be at least, a, even if it's small, it has to have, it has to be shapely. Yeah. Like. You can have no tits and an ass, and that's fine. You can't have tits and no ass. Yeah. And if you have no tits and no ass, it, like. Even even down a little bit, but if you have t- giant tits and no, it's weird. <sighs> but that used to be like the look people wanted was giant tits and no ass. I don't think people back in the day were looking for the level of ass we got in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is on yeah. next on next level ass. Ooh, you know we are blessed. I am blessed to live in the era of big butts. Like I, I'm mixed on thick. Like I'm down with the thick, but I'm like I don't I'm down with the thickness. Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to. But I don't want to, you know, come across an ass that's so big that, like, oh, hey, I can't penetrate you. I can't penetrate you from behind because that ass is so big. Yeah, I gotcha. But, like, you don't say, like, the shapely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to chill out. (laughs) 
Dolly's <laughs> getting thirsty in this motherfucker. She's just like, dude, you know what? Like, I get why probably two thirds of girls who work at strip clubs are into women. It's because we like being there. We like being surrounded by ass and titties. We love it. Like, that's what I realized. Okay, so I used to be like, you know, if I want to hook up girls at sailors, I'm like, where are they? Because I'm into femmes. I'm not really into masculine girls. But, like, whenever I went out, that's who it hit on me. And well, because so you're, you're like, very femme yourself, so it's not like... Yeah, so people assumed that I wasn't into femmes, which I am. Um, and I'm like, where are they hiding? <laughs> and, you know, I went on Tinder, but I met a couple girls on Tinder. Some I'm still good friends with. Um... You know, like, we went from fuck buddies to friends, and it's cool. Um, but I realized they are hiding in the strip clubs. Strippers love girls. Not all. Majority. Well, we will have to get 100 strippers on and find out and ask 100 strippers, like, so. I just started being hit on, like, all the time by other strippers. Like, when I started working, it was, like, constantly being hit on by strippers. I was like, this is amazing for my ego right now. <laughs> Did you take home any coworkers? <laughs> Are you not allowed to talk about that? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, the look said you did. I just... Remember, we are on a primarily audio format, yeah, yeah. so... No, yeah, yeah. I've, your guilty I've, canary, like, cat eating the canary look doesn't... <laughs> Doesn't work so well for no, the audio format. Right. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I like strippers. I, I'm good now. I'm actually like in a monogamous relationship for the first time in fucking eight years almost. Wow. Yeah. So I'm staying away from, from you know, fucking my coworkers right now. But, uh, <laughs> and you're happy, right? You're not, you're, I am happy. Good. I am. Like if we brought a girl home, I'd be like, fuck yeah. But you know, like I'm okay. You brought a girl home, you're like pushing him out of the way to get at her. Like, let me get to that pussy. But you know <laughs> She swears she doesn't hit him, folks. She swears she doesn't hit him. But if there's a if, if he's in between her and a pussy, it might be a mosh pit, so <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. She's yeah, not notice, no denial. There was no I denial least, of that. All right, moving on. I like strippers. <laughs> 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 Domestic violence, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo. So before you were in this monogamous relationship, can you tell us the story of taking home a coworker? There was one who looked just like me. Oh, come on. How did this go down? I mean, she was really cute, so we would always hustle together, right? And then, like, I don't know, her boyfriend was kind of cute. And I'm like, well, he's into her, so I'm his type, too. So <laughs> we just had you know, <laughs> a lot of threesomes going on there. Good times. <laughs> How long did this go on for? Months? I don't know. It's all a blur. They moved. Yeah. Right. And I visited, you know. Were they back out? Where were they at? Uh, Colorado. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They, you know, I was in Colorado for a few days one time. That was, you know, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever I, I posted, I was, like, dancing at a club in Colorado. Yeah, that was why. Oh... Uh, yeah, yeah. And there were a couple others. Um, I did date another stripper for a little bit. Any wild and crazy shit happened there? It was fun. <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah. We're still friends. She's, she's, she's cool. She's not dead. I didn't kill her and bury her in a ditch somewhere. No, she's, cool. she's fine. 
Not all breakups end in murder, Matt. Yeah, only about half of mine. Oof. This is why Dolly doesn't. This is why Dolly doesn't actually want to live in California anymore. It's like the, the half that uh, the half that were murdered were all in California. I mean, yeah. Anyway, there are just like <laughs> more people and more dumpsters there. It's like more geography, more dumpsters. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Enough about murdering exes. Uh, not on bad terms with any of my exes, actually. Well, but are they on good. bad terms with you? No. Wow. I guess that helps from not you know being in a monogamous relationship for the first time in eight years. Like, yeah. I feel like people that are down. I'm not on bad terms with my first one either. So nice, nice. I feel like it's like when people are down for non-monogamy, they you know generally it doesn't blow up as bad. I could be wrong, but might be right. I might be. It's a theory. It's a hypothesis. There's no scientific method to my... (laughs) Just guessing at it. I've never been in a non... Because there's not as much, like, jealousy fighting. Right, right, right. I mean, I guess there actually could be, but... Yeah, but then... Not as much, like, accusations of betrayal or something like that. Well, the thing about it is if there's, like, that level of jealousy, one party did not want to be in a non-monogamous relationship. Oof, yeah, that would be bad. And those, those blow up fucking bad. Yeah, those really, that's not really what you call poly, that's E. Yeah, well, and even if it's not polyamory and it's just like non-monogamy, if one party's into it and the other party's just doing it to try to keep the other party around, it's going to be bad. It's going to be fucking bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tip from uh, your host here, ladies and gentlemen, communication is key. If you are not down with something in a relationship, tell your partner. If they are still insistent about it, time to go. Mm-hmm. You can give it a shot if it's not for you. But you should. I feel you should clearly communicate that, hey, yeah. I'm experimenting and that... I'll give this a shot, but uh, yeah. no guarantees it's going to stay this way. Right. Because if you're just like afraid to vocalize that and you're just like, yeah, I'm in. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> so I was only doing this for you and I'm really super not comfortable with it. Right. Then it's not going to be good. Not, nope. I'm cool with my monogamy because I still get to touch titties. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with monogamy if it works for the parties involved. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm apparently allowed to, like, kiss girls on stage that I'm dancing with, so I'm like... Hey, those are some rad ground rules. Yeah. Is he allowed to kiss dudes on stage? I mean, I would let him. I I don't think he's about it, but I would let him. (laughs) You're like, not only would I let him, I'd encourage him. I would take out the camera. I'd be like, let me get all your angles. Would you make it rain for him again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah. I'd make it rain more. Right? You'd break out the make $2. Make convincing. Break out that $2 bill stack. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. Grab his assets for the $2. The $2. Work for that money. Work for it. Work for it, boy. <laughs> Putting, putting your man to work for you. And the best part is, yeah. after he scoops it all, he just brings it right back to you. I'm not his pimp. You're like, I'm not, I'm, not his, I'm not his suitcase pimp, Matt. That's not no. cool. Nah. His money is his. He's got his shit together. He don't need to be a... Well, not that strippers don't have their shit together. But he has, he has his career going. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got a career going too, don't... Oh, I do. Oh, I do. A great one. I love it. There's no other job I'd rather work. Do you have nothing any, else? Nothing else ever. 
I mean, I could do other things too. Like eventually I will, but like right now there's no other job I'd rather do than strip. Hell yeah. I love it. It is the most fun job. Have you given any thought to what you want to do after though? Uh, A little. What do you want to do? Meteorology. Just be a weather woman? No. No? Not on camera. That would cause a huge controversy. Eh, It might, it might not. I mean, it depends what year it is, but I could see a lot of Christian mothers getting very, very upset. Well, you got to learn Spanish and do it on Telemundo. They always have super hot meteorologists. <laughs> All right, I'll keep that in mind. Mm, the weather. Exactly. Right lower, my, lower my top a little bit. Now, now about that cold front moving in. <laughs> exactly. Either that or you should start a YouTube channel of just you being a hot meteorologist. Because by the time you're seriously, by the time one of my uh, stripper friends is um, a neuroscientist, she has her PhD, so she strips. Then she also goes and does like she was helping with like a brain surgery the other day. Like you know, (laughs) she is one of the few strippers who are actually like telling the truth. Like I'm working my way through school. Well, she's been out of school for a while. She's kept stripping, but But she and she makes more money as a stripper than a neuroscientist. So she's gonna keep doing both. That's rad. Still, the fact that at one point she was one of the few strippers actually telling the truth that she was stripping her way through school. No. <laughs> well, the big thing is that strippers are in nursing school. Like, that's the most common if they are in school. It's yeah. like strippers become nurses. No shade to some of the clientele. But <laughs> uh, anyway. There was, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not going to acknowledge that statement. No, no, no. There, there's a dude. I don't know who she is. There's a dude I've seen him at my club who apparently pisses himself every night. Is he marking the girls like it's his territory? He just gets really drunk. Oh, okay. That's... And uh, then he wants girls to do dances with him. And I took him back to do dances one time. I looked looked at him and I went, I just before I knew that, I went, what's that? What do you say? He's like, oh, it, it's dried. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so I was like, we're not doing dances. And I got told by someone who's like, yeah, every night. Where are you in life that you're in, first and foremost, in the strip club every night and two Pissing yourself in a strip club oh, every night. Cool, there, I, okay, there are some of the strip club regulars who are there almost every night are actually cool people that I like to hang out with, I like to talk to. Yeah, but uh, it, 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 it's the one plus one. It's like, it's like it's not only that you're at a strip club every night, you're pissing yourself in a strip club every night. Sure. Or just pissing yourself every night to begin with, but like... Hey, hey, hey don't, don't talk shit about my life. I do it in the private in my own home. Bad, I respect that. It keeps me warm. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Because, you know, you're just like, you're freezing negative 20 temperatures in LA in the summer. Hey, my air conditioner's <laughs> really good. <laughs> I know I could turn it out, but no, no, no. Just peeing myself is so much more comfortable. I'm actually doing it right now, Dolly. <sighs> That's hot. You should film it. I am. Oh, you are? <laughs> you need a second angle. Oh, shit. God damn it. See, you're supposed to direct my pissing porn, Dolly. I actually really have to pee. Go pee. Oh, no. I lost an ear. Oh, no. Dolly's, <laughs> Dolly's been disfigured. Dolly's back and she's been disfigured while on her quest to the bathroom. Yeah. I peed so hard an ear fell off. I hate when that happens. <laughs> now I'm all tangled, too. I'm tangled up in my wire. What happened here? Oh, there we go. I'm just going to take the other ear off. No, no, no. Just be the one ear Dolly. <laughs> I like ears and everything. I got a, you know, got that ear aesthetic. I went to the gun range the other day. Oh, you saw that. I did. I did. <laughs> I had the uh, tactical cat ears. Yeah. What are you shooting these days? 
I don't really know that much about guns, but I was shooting a scorpion is the main one. And then the AR something was the other one. And then I don't know what the handgun was. Are you going to buy your own gun? Probably. I want to see how much I owe in taxes, and then I'll probably figure out. What, I was probably just going to start with a pistol. Although, I mean, that scorpion's really nice, but like I could just use his. What kind of pistol are you thinking? I don't know. You don't know? No, I said I don't know that much about guns yet. Well, okay. How many times have you gone shooting? Three this year. Nice. So not a ton. Not a ton, but I don't know what people are that are coaching you about it or telling you, but. Well, he's ex-military, so he's. Yeah. He knows his shit. For sure, for sure. Infantry. My opinion always is shoot what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like. I mean, I would say apparently I'm good with the handguns is what I'm told. I'm pretty, pretty good with them. Well, even with. Pretty accurate. Actually, um, at least I was told by a firearms instructor years ago, like the women traditionally are more accurate than men with with guns. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. But in the handgun front, like, a lot of people get fucking married to a brand. And they're like, mm-hmm. this brand, this brand, this brand. Like, this is what I shoot. And if you are planning mm-hmm. to use the gun, anything but on paper targets, like, mm-hmm. the fact that you may feel the need to defend yourself with it at some point. Sure. I am always of the opinion, like, buy what you are comfortable with and what you're accurate with. And what's fun. What, yeah, and what's fun. <laughs> But the the practicality of like being being able to be accurate and being able to be comfortable with the weapon in a high yeah well both the handguns I've tried I've been pretty accurate with. Do you remember what they were? No. Boo. Boo. I mean, I could text them. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt the flow of the show of being like, oh, what kind of gun was that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I probably like I want to post some pictures with them with the tactical cat ears on like my uh you know my instagram but i'm also like i feel like some of my following will be like oh no a gun so <laughs> and it's like i'm actually pretty left but i also like guns which is okay yeah it is i mean a lot of my political leanings are you know left i own multiple guns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and exactly. i enjoy shooting i also i'm a proponent of the second amendment but, but I also believe that there needs to be a lot more motherfucking training before motherfuckers just carry a gun around. I feel like everybody who gets a gun should probably go through at least a little training course. Yeah, but the problem is, in most states, oh my god, we're getting on like an actual serious topic here. <laughs> <laughs> I, mo- I don't know enough to have a full opinion, to be fair. Okay. But go on. So, for example, when I got my Nevada Concealed Carry, mm-hmm. it is an eight-hour course, and you shoot 30 rounds of paper targets. After passing the Nevada course, it also qualified you to pass the Florida course. Like, you just mm-hmm. mailed your I heard pay- some transferred to other states, yeah. Well, Florida Florida and Utah at the time had the biggest reciprocity of the two major concealed carry permits. And when you pass Nevada, you automatically passed Florida, and you could just mail in for Florida with the same certificate. Gotcha. So I got my Nevada and my Florida at the same time. It was an eight-hour course. I argued with the instructor during the course on some that was a long course eight hours Mm. it's one day one day yeah i don't know i mean 30 rounds live fire and yeah for a pistol though i guess there's something else yeah but this should be more but this is also a pistol that you are now qual you know now allowed to legally carry on your person in public yeah fair in theory Mm -hmm. 
you are potentially going to get into a live fire situation. Right. And you want to make sure you're not endangering anybody else besides. Exactly. Eight hours is a little light, in my opinion. Okay. Especially because when I did armed security in Nevada, Mm -hmm. it was a 40-hour course. Yeah. With multiple live fire sessions. It's like, what you're telling me is, as a trained professional, I have to have 40 hours under my belt before you'll license. But that random dude can. But that random dude who is just in fucking Walmart, Mm -hmm. who's carrying a gun on him. Yeah. Can breeze through it in eight hours and have zero training beforehand. You can carry without a permit here. Well, you can open <laughs> you can open carry in Nevada without a permit too. Yeah, but I think you can conceal carry here without one. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Missouri's on constitutional conceal carry or not at this point. But but it just helps to have it just in case something happened. It would benefit you to be like I have some. <laughs> I mean, you're a god. First and foremost. You're a goddamn moron if you're open carrying. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? Some people make them feel like they're a man. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I've got no balls. Anyway. <laughs> well, on top of, like, the insults of masculinity or not, it's fucking dumb because... Yeah. In a situation... Dolly, please don't hang yourself. I'm <laughs> oh, It's got here. Hold on. Dolly's, like, all tangled up in her cord. Like, I thought... I don't know what was happening. Well, the problem with an open carry situation is, first and foremost, unless you have good situational awareness, Mm -hmm. if a bad guy is going to do something in your presence, guess who gets shot first? Exactly. Exactly. It's stupid. They're going to take out the biggest target. That's you. Right. Hey, guy with a gun on his hip. Pow. Two, they may roll up on just rob you for your gun. Right. If it's on your back. On your back, on your side. Anywhere else. Like, hey. I have a gun to your fucking head. You're Drop not going to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's mine now. Thank you. Right. The only thing that open carry is for is for showing off. Yeah. Unless, that's literally it. Unless you're a uniformed personnel, there is right. no reason to open carry. Right. Concealed carry is about having the element of surprise in a bad situation. And then for me, where the fuck would I put it? I carry tiny purses. I wear tiny clothes. It look a little bulky in my titties. Well, I don't think it would fit up my butthole. So in, um, in the in the outfit you're wearing right now, you could like yeah. inner thigh holster. The skirt's really short. Well, you just have to get it high up there. So it'd be like a butt holster. Well, no, no, but like in your inner <laughs> in your inner yeah, thigh. Yeah. Okay, all right. It'd just be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, carrying is never fucking comfortable when you're concealed carrying. <laughs> it's never fucking comfortable. Like there are like really small guns. Oh yeah. So if I get a gun to carry, I should get a very small one. As long as you're accurate and comfortable with it. The thing does you zero good if you're unwilling to use it and are not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, You might as well be open carrying it because at that point hey, if you're not willing to use it and you pull it out, you're fucked. Right. Right. Because let me just shoot 10 feet away from you. Boom. <laughs> well, shooting 10 like... No, I mean like 10 feet to the side of someone. Right, right. Legally, you should never intend to do that. Right, right. Not I, saying like if you aren't accurate with that thing at all. Oh no, I, I I get what you're saying. Also, that actually may be a deterrent. When you start blasting at someone, they may be like, "Okay, I'm out." Still not a good idea. No, definitely not a good idea <laughs> because you are legally responsible for anything that happens and to you that can round. Hit someone else. Right, you are legally responsible for anything that happens to that round once it leaves the chamber. It hits somebody else. It does property damage. 
mm-hmm. you are liable for all that shit. You are liable for everything that happens beyond your target. There is no reason that you should ever pull your weapon unless you're intending to use it. Mm-hmm. And firing a warning shot has no basis in reality. It's just one of those things. like Right. And even if you shoot it up, oh, it has to come down. We just got some really bad noise as you're playing with the... Sorry. Oh, good. <laughs> I was saying, like, even if you shoot it up, it has to come down. And then it could kill someone. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, hey. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dead. Like, the nuance with firearms, especially from people that are on our side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. That just don't have no experience with them and no, you know, no real world experience with them. And they're like, oh, you should do this, and like, eh, that doesn't work either. Now, yeah. there are definitely people on the other side of the aisle that are fucking crazy. Like, it's my goddamn right. I could carry an AR anywhere I want. Like, mm-hmm. you're a goddamn asshole. Yeah. Like, you're you're a military cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a funny way to funny way to word it. I like it. Like, go play Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> like, there's no consequences if you get fucking murked in Warzone. And if you accidentally shoot someone in Warzone, the most they're going to do is get butt hurt. You accidentally shoot someone in real life, this is real fucking life. And that's the other thing. Like, people don't fucking... I fucking ass at Call of Duty besides gun games sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much lag anyway, so I'm just going to... I tried to play Warzone, and I'm just like, nope, this isn't for Warzone's me. Warzone's not my thing. I was like, it's free. I miss Call of Duty a little bit. And then it's like, oh, fucking people are cheating. I just haven't been that into the Battle Royales for a while. I still play a fair, no- fair amount of Fortnite. I used to like Apex a bit. I used to play um, PUBG with a fucking asshole, so, you know. <laughs> he was my old neighbor, and I would hear him screaming and throwing shit at his wall when he played. Yeah, he's got a problem. <laughs> and then I fucked him for like a year and a half. <laughs> I mean, Dolly, we, we've all fucked some people that have some problems. Don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is not an exclusively Dolly situation. No, 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 no. That's a almost everybody's situation. Yeah, like I could probably count. It's probably a much smaller number of the people I have fucked that don't have problems than the ones that do. Right, right. I mean, the majority were bad ideas. Either bad ideas or just like well, eh. maybe fun ideas, but <laughs> right, right. Like, this is like a fun temporary thing, and then it's like, oh, this is not temporary anymore. Oh, this is a problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's all fun. Where's and- my Dahlia's desperately trying to find her other ear. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's kind of upsetting. One or two orgasms is all fun in games. There's a cum rag. It's it's not used. It's just there in case. Um, Whoa, what kind of show were you playing after tonight, Dolly? I just always have them around my beds. I, I'm, I was just like, are you... And by my couch. You just always got to have the come back ready. I mean, like, you're trying to get me kicked off Vimeo? You're just like, hey, surprise, Matt. It's an OnlyFans show now. Like, ugh. I don't even have my OnlyFans. My OnlyFans is just titties. I don't know. I don't subscribe to you. I'm sorry. Wow, that you're my friend. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> I, I, I've talked about this on there plenty of times. I have a weird thing about, like, not watching my friend's scenes. Yeah, I mean, I just don't watch porn in general. I, I try to watch a bunch of European stuff, because I'll never meet those people. There we go. Like, oh, hey, beautiful Spanish or Czechoslovakian woman. Right. I'm probably never going to meet you. And even if I had an opportunity to have you on the show, it's probably not going to happen due to language barrier. Dolly is apparently walking like an Egyptian at the moment. <laughs> I was checking out my, my muscles are growing. Yeah, she is like full on gun showing it at the moment for the video for the audio. It's like, 
Welcome to the gun show. <laughs> Check out my guns, Matt. That's right. I'll crush you. I'll crush you. Crush you, Matt. Keep talking shit. I mean, shit. I could crush anyone with those heels I wear. They're seven inches. Hey, hey I'm going to back away slowly. Please don't. <laughs> What's nice is I have a weapon on me at all times at the club. Two. But how fast can you get that shoe off to hit somebody with it? Oh, I just kick them. I got strong legs. Mm-hmm. So but violent, Dolly. So far. Someone's going to be into it. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to tip hard for it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be like, my fucking face. And someone's going to be like. Yeah, kick me in the face. Oh, fuck yeah. Have you gotten requests to be kick, you know, kicking dudes in the face? Not yet. I'm very disappointed. Well, people, holler at Dolly. She will kick you in the I face. I will kick you in the face for the right price. What is the right price to kick someone in the face, Dolly? Well, I'd have to have them sign like a liability thing first, I would think. Of course. And then, I don't know, like a hundred bucks, I'll kick you. Very reasonable. Yeah. Like 200 bucks, I'll kick you twice. Well, you got to give a discount <laughs> if you're doing multiples. Like, <laughs> 150 for two kicks. There you go. There you go. You can't just be like, you know, two kicks for 300, one for 100. Like, wait a minute, that's bad math. We're talking balls or face. Like, those are going to be different prices. Hey, the ball's your, a little cheaper because you know your your damage isn't going to show as much. It's your and also it's it's more fun for me. It's your menu. Set the prices. All right, how about hundred dollars ball kick, one fifty face kick, and then we like stack it up from there. The question is with the one fifty face kick: Do they have to get on their knees, or are you going to fucking full on head kick them UFC style? Depends on how much they're willing to pay. Well, for the one fifty. For the one fifty, they're on their knees. You know, two hundred. We got a fucking UFC style, UFC style that shit. So what, what kind of head kick are you throwing here? Are you throwing a round kick? Are you throwing a front kick? How- I don't think I, I should practice the round kick. I can't do that yet. We'll work on it. Or just, you know, full on wheel kick. Wheel kick someone in the heels. Use the pole to wheel kick someone. <gasps> oh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> there are like some weird things people pay for, though. In my old club, there was this guy. He never, he never did this for me, but... um. He would pay girls $100 to pee in a cup so he could drink it. Which, I mean, all right. But, um. I would do that once. I would do it one time just to, once I finish the year and be like, you're pregnant. Once my friend could not pee. She was trying, she couldn't. So she gave it to my other friend who's the security guy there. Oh, God. And, and she's like, I need you to pee in this cup for me. And he was like, what? And she's like, please don't ever ask you for another favor. Just do this for me. So he did. And the guy Drake took a sip of it and went, This is a man's pee. <gasps> <laughs> the man's a connoisseur. Yeah, this is like, this is my best guy friend. And he's like, Yes, yeah, so this one time I peed in a cup. <laughs> the man's a connoisseur. He probably could tell what yeah. y- how old you are from your urine. Oh, I'm sure. And um, another like, time. So the, I was like, This so is a 1989. Old- it's, it's good vintage. So old club was by, uh, I don't know if I should, I'm not going to say where I was working, um, but the same guy, he comes in one day and, uh, I was kind of, I was nearby. I wasn't working that night, but uh, my friend was like, you need to come over right now to the club. And I'm like, uh, okay. And, um, I get let in and they're like, she's got to tell you the story. And she's like, you still the P guy. He came in, and today he goes, you know, I think I want something to eat. <laughs> Was um feces on the menu? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you wanted you wanted to feed it to him with a spoon. Okay, that's gnarly. Like peeing in a cup's one thing. <laughs> and then he took a bite and he went, Never mind, I don't think I like this. How they put it just boggles my mind on a couple levels, like on, on one level it's like, okay. First and foremost, that you're like requesting this, and two, you're trying to send that shit back to the kitchen. <laughs> you're trying to send that shit back to the kitchen, like, no, no, no. I said medium rare. Add a little spice to it, you know, flavor it up. Was it just not the consistency? Cumin, cumin, cumin. Yeah. He, he's like, girl, you need more fiber. Sorry. Yeah. Like it not, just wasn't the consistency you wanted. Too hard. I need a little softened. My teeth, my teeth are real sensitive. Like, did you have corn last night? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke Dolly there. She's just like, oh, twitch, twitch, twitch. Uh, oh. yeah. I mean, it's pretty gnarly in the first place. That like, oh, not you made all- this story gnarlier. The question is. Like, what kind of plates did she shit on? Like, how, like, what was the... I think it was like... Just in my mind. I'm imagining... Like, it was a cup. I don't... Oh, that's not... That's so low class. It's like... Yeah, but she fed him with a spoon. And well, at, at that point, it's like, I feel like, he, he, you know, she's serving him a street elote. You know, the, the corn that they cut in the styrofoam yeah. cup. Like, that's how I'm imagining the poop at this you point. You wanted a classier shit. Right. I wanted a shit on a silver platter. Like, if you're paying for it, it needs to be like, take the lid off. Like, your, your shit, sir. I'll tell her for next time. <laughs> just keep a silver platter like lying around. Yeah, he needs to pay more for a silver platter, though. Yeah, well, because he... uh, he's got to clean it. Well, with his tongue, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's the poop eater. He's know, the poop I know, eater. I know, I know, I know, but oh man, I'm the one who brought this one up. But I'm still... yeah, this is all you. All this horrible is on you, Dolly. You started this. Your ears are like moving around your head now. <laughs> I know. It's really fun when they're on my fingers. Because I can, I can be emotive with them. Like some weird fucking anime girl. <laughs> Dolly's big dream in life. Not to eat poop <laughs> and be an anime girl. Yeah, exactly. Step one, done. Hey, <laughs> you never know. Some that dude may offer you a lot of money to eat poop. What would be your price? I don't know. I I'd mean, say no lower than ten grand for a bite. I mean, there, there, there has to be maybe fifteen. I, I mean, someone offered me a hundred thousand for sure. Yeah, I would. Six figures, six figures. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm eating poop for six figures. I'm for ten grand. I mean, it, it would really depend on the consistency. It's hard. Yeah. It, oh, well, yeah, it does. It does. Like, yeah, the consistency of it, how much I have to eat. Like, if it's just a spoonful. Right, I'm saying it's just like, a, not even like just a tiny little bit. Uh, 10 grand, maybe. 15. 15 yeah. grand. Right, and is there going to be proof of this shit? Is this going to be leaked on the internet? Right. Like, are a bunch of dudes going to be standing around camera phones watching me eat shit? <laughs> Literally. I have to pee again. Jesus Christ, woman. I have a small bladder, and like after you drink, once you pee once, you have to like keep peeing. I don't know anything about that. Well, for me. She doesn't believe me. And Dolly's back. And I had myself muted. I forgot that. Yeah, that's problematic for podcasting. 
Yeah, yeah, you kind of don't want to be that way. No, nope, Unless nope. you're peeing, which I was. I thought maybe I'd pee really loud, but that wouldn't get picked up by his mic. But I thought just in case. Well, especially because your mic was unplugged, wasn't it? No, that's why I turned the little thingy off. So in case I peed really loud, you wouldn't oh. hear my really loud pee. Oh, I thought last time you took your headphones with you to pee. I don't know. No. <laughs> That'd be a strange thing to do. I've done weirder. Maybe. May have ring lighted while I peed. No, I'm kidding. I've never done that. <laughs> I swear. I mean, I've peed on camera because, you know, Money. BTK. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally pissed on the guy filming it one time. <laughs> he was happy. He just sprayed it. Got him. He was like, You peed on me and Mike. Your, respo- I- your, your response should have been like, Yeah, I own you now. I'm not <laughs> that right and, uh, So you're paying me extra, right? Right. <laughs> in my contract sorry man you owe me some money yeah <laughs> speaking of money in the adult entertainment industry i had a friend who just posed to me via you know a conversation we were having about you know my thoughts on the industry going to a royalty-based model i don't see it happening i agree i wholly agree i don't think they have the money to keep paying people after that i really don't well it's it's not even that they don't have the money in my opinion, it's also the fact that a royalty-based model involves auditing. It involves auditing people's books. Generally yeah. in a, you know, musician's... pain in the ass. Yeah. Generally in a musician's royalty, you know, work for hire contract, the artist gets the ability to audit the books to make sure that they're receiving their proper share of royalties. Right. Which almost no adult production company is going to want to fucking do. Exactly. And on the performer side of things, you know, a royalty-based model, at least in music, you don't see a goddamn cent until they've recouped their costs. Oh, hell no. Hell no. No one's going to do that. Right. Could you imagine no shooting one. scenes being like, oh, we may pay you any six months to a year? Uh-uh. Right. No way. No way. Right. But if you're on a royalty-based... You're going to say, fuck it. We're just going to stick with our OnlyFans. We don't need you guys. They have to... Following the quarantine, companies have to like are realizing they probably have to like listen to what performers say a little bit more because performers are learning they don't need the companies. Oh, yeah, well, that's been the biggest takeaway of this pandemic is like companies are literally buying performers only fan content at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, what would go on only fans? They're buying that content right. from them directly, so they have content. Because if you're just a director or just a shooter. Mm-hmm. And you're not a performer yourself. What do you do here? Nothing. Right. And now, like all the stuff has come out about shit that's gone on in the industry that no one's want to speak up about because they didn't want to miss out on work, and now it's coming to light because don't matter. They're making their they're making their own work. Well, my only question about OnlyFans is: What guarantees do performers have that they're actually getting their full share? Not that I'm alleging in any way, shape, or form that OnlyFans is not paying everyone everything they're due but do you have any ability to audit I mean, we look at the statements look at the tips we know we get 80 percent. we see how much right, money but, is being spent on us but you're just getting what they're presenting to you you don't actually get to audit their books right i don't think so i mean i maybe you could request it i don't know yeah because it's one of those things where like okay only fans is telling you that you had this many sales right mm-hmm you have no way to can really confirm that. You just have to take them at their word. I suppose so, yeah. 
I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not I'm not even remotely alleging that OnlyFans is doing anything out of the ordinary. But in most royalty based entertainment, it's built into the contract that you can audit. Yeah, so they probably could. I just haven't seen reason to. But I would. I would. I would assume that you could. I would assume that you couldn't because it's the adult because it's the adult entertainment business, not mainstream. So they probably wrote down a contract. Right, because here's the thing. You guys don't have a contract negotiation with OnlyFans. You sign a terms and service. So right. why would they put an unfavorable clause in their terms and service? Fair. Terms of service. I've been drinking. Don't mind me. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. I feel you're like not- I know enough lawyers, though, where if I really wanted to investigate some shit, I could. Oh, 100%. But I don't think anyone's ever posed this question. Mm-hmm. That, you know, because everyone's generally pretty happy with their payouts from OnlyFans. And as far as I know... Oh, yeah, 80% compared to, like, anywhere else? Who the fuck gives 80%? Right. But the thing about it is, if they're offering you 80% and they're not paying you you know, 80% of everything that's coming yeah, in... sure. That could be problematic. And as I said, I'm not even alleging that is going on, but it's... Because <sighs> I'm boring, Dolly, just to sleep. No, it's, like, almost my nap time. <laughs> I nap for an hour around like eleven or midnight. I'm, I'm I'm teasing you, but I feel it's potentially problematic that performers don't have the protections to audit the books. Now, yeah, I mean, especially from a like major company standpoint, like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I wouldn't trust them at all. Mm-mm. Like at least I could see like this. This is a sale you got immediately. Supposedly, when it happens at OnlyFans with. Like, say, browsers that are going to email me every single time someone buys a video? No. No. Hell, even with uh, por- Pornhub's, you know, YouTube-esque model. Right. You know, you have no guarantees that you're actually receiving all the revenue that you're entitled to. And you have no, really no legal right. If the industry is really going to segue into, you know, essentially a royalty commission-based model. Mm-hmm. Performers need to have the protections to be able to ask for audit. But I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't either. But it's too much of a pain for everybody involved. I agree. And especially because, unfortunately, there are plenty of, yeah, there's a reason that in the mainstream, there are so many people involved with the business of show business. Because a lot of artists are not, don't want to concern themselves with the business end of it. Because mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass. Right. Where, in adult entertainment, unfortunately, in most cases, you do have to handle your own business. Mm-hmm. You may have an agent who will get you bookings. But that's it. Right. They're not. They're not. They're, they're not a manager. They're not I mean. a manager, and they may help guide your career to a degree where you're going to mm-hmm. not get yourself on the front page of fucking AVN for doing something stupid. <laughs> I love those stories. Anyway. But <laughs> oh no, it's oh so, some of the porn tabloids and other terrible, but oh god, so, some of them are fun to read. Oh yeah, porn Twitter is a entertainment for a reason. <laughs> but there's a reason we don't have fucking that kind of craziness on main, in mainstream entertainment for the most part. I mean, it does happen. Yeah, but not to the degree where at least once a week it's happening on porn Twitter. Right, and that's porn because Twitter's great because there's no fucking guidance and. Generally, as a performer, you are responsible for your own business, and people, a lot of performers are got in this business to not be business people. They got into this to you know, do entertainment, be entertainers. Mm-hmm. 
So just, you know, a whole conversation. They don't want all those extra steps. Yeah. Right. They don't want all those extra steps. And it's the same with mainstream. Most musicians or actors, they don't want to have to concern themselves with their fucking business affairs. So it's just one of those things where, like, that whole, I thought it was an interesting conversation where, you know, because it was a performer who asked me about, it, like, you know, do you think we should move to a royalty? And I'm just, and then yeah. I, I feel it has no basis in reality, mm-hmm. you know, for normal production. I would agree. So it's just one of those things, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't affect me either way at this point, but I still don't think it's a good idea. Well, the, the OnlyFans stuff affects you. Sure. Sure. And, you know, eventually at a point where, like, OnlyFans, if a group of you came together and be like, hey, we would like to renegotiate our contract. Because, like, hell, look at Twitch, look at YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone who is an average user is signs the TOS. When you right. get to the elite level, they sign separate contracts with you. So hopefully some people who sign some elite level contracts with OnlyFans or like the top one percent. Yeah, the top one percent renegotiates their deals. Mm-hmm. And eventually maybe some of the things they fight for will trickle down to the average user. We will see. Time will fucking tell. But Dolly, I feel like you're fading on me. A little bit. A little bit. Well, I'm gonna let you roll then so you can get your nappy poo in. You're welcome. But before you run, where can they find you on the socials, on the OnlyFans, if they're in the St. Louis area when life gets back to normal-ish? Where can they find you on Twitch and all that fun shit, too? Uh, Instagram, Dolly Lee. Lee's L-E-I-G-H. Same thing on OnlyFans. Both Twitter and Twitch are Miss Dolly Lee, M-I-S-S, front. And then I work at Hustler Club in St. Louis. The best club. In St. Louis. Isn't it in East St. Louis? Yeah, but there's St. Louis in that name, right? (laughs) I I just think it's hilarious. Like, oh, that's in Illinois. It is. It is. But it's East St. Louis. I mean, in the St. Louis area. In the St. Louis metropolitan area. I mean, the hell. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I have friends in Springfield. It's technically Washington Park, but it's great. I have friends that live in fucking Springfield that are Cardinals fans because it's closer than fucking Chicago is, so... Right, yeah. Yeah. Washington Park is good old Titty Town. Good old Titty Town. I love it. Yeah. So come see me in Titty Town when things are back to normal. When things get back to normal, see Dolly Lee at Titty Town on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. But until then... As always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. I got to start doing that plug now. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I stream multiple times a week. <laughs> and you can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Yay! Yeah.